What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining us yet again on a spotty issue of the Valkyrie Cast. I am your one of your hosts. I'm one of three. I'm a third. I am Tommy. <laughs> I am Tommy. Good, good save. There's a movie in there somewhere. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> joining us this week, as always, we have the man who, almost a year ago to this date, has actually started this podcast we have the man himself matt it has been about a year since we got this thing rolling which is crazy i love it still enjoying it and then also joining us this week we have the man with the hair with the fro the fro that i wish i could wear on my face <laughs> drew yes though that would be very round and bubble like and i guess you'd have a bubble beard Bubble, bubble, bubble beard. Bubble beard. Bubble, bubble, bubble beard. And we have it. I could. I could. I don't have any hair up top, so it all works down below. (laughs) (laughs) Joining us this week, (laughs) we also have a a special guest, a friend of ours. He was on our comic book episode. Christian, how are you doing, man? I'm doing doing wonderful, and I just want to take this time. I want to set the record straight. Matt, I apologize for ever bringing up Guy Gardner. No, no, cut, cut. No, you don't get to apologize. You don't you mean, get to you apologize. You mean how much Matt loves Guy Gardner? <laughs> Thank you, Christian. Thank you. It, I'm sorry, Matt. I'm I think sorry. that Christian being back on the podcast was just a last-minute attempt <laughs> from Matt to get some vindication. <laughs> but we'll all, all right. be there one day at his funeral service holding up green lantern rings saying <laughs> Guy Garner is the best. Lord help me. Okay. Did you say a funeral service? Because that just got <laughs> real dark. Yeah. <laughs> real dark real fast. Dark he, loved, today, guys. he loved Guy this Garner week, to death. This week has oh. been E3. and which, so Which stands for what, Matt? Electronics Entertainment Expo. Yeah. yeah. Let's try. Good job. Well, first and quarter. On this episode, we're not going to go super long. We're just going to talk about the things that stuck out to us, what games we're most excited about, whether they're games coming out this year or they're things that maybe they just teased to come into the future. So I think we've all picked out three, maybe four, and um, yeah, we're just going to go through these. Do we want to do them one at a time or do we want to just take turns sharing our list what do you guys think uh it doesn't matter to me. i said just share the list let's share, okay, list. share the list in that case christian Whoa. since you are our guest will you go first if you're ready yes if you've got an idea of what you're most <laughs> excited about and share your top three or four however many you have of what games you're most excited about that were shown at e3 this week Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm, and why? Why Why would be good? Yes, yeah. Why's absolutely. Good? I just yeah. don't want to like Sam and that's it. Uh, I, I, I will yeah, say Mar- this one thing real quick. This was the first E3 that uh, I was really into since like, 2000 and, <clears throat> since like 2010, I think, because that was the year Bioshock Infinite Whoa. was announced. And I was super into that. Oh, man. But, but after that, I was just like, meh. But this year, it just had so much good stuff. And I think the first mm. the first thing that I was really into, really piqued me, uh, was this Starfield game that Bethesda keeps talking about. Oh yeah, this like that sp- looks like fun. Yeah, this like space version of their games. I'm like, yeah, sure, let's let's see what that's like. Um, I'm really fascinated to see how they tackle things like space travel and 
you know, alien races and weapons and just the RPG and, the, the, of course, the story that they want to tell with that. Um, I am super pumped for this. I think <laughs> that it's going to be a, a really fun well, time. This has been rumored for um, a while that Bethesda was going to make a sci-fi game, right? Oh, I had no clue this was coming. That, that, that's what I was. That, that that's what I was under the impressions that this has been rumored for a while that Bethesda was going to take a step into the sci-fi with their own sci-fi series, which I'm excited about too because I've loved Bioshock oh, yeah. games, and you know Bioware is known for crafting a really great story. And the only other developer that really comes to mind when I think of crafting these worlds and these stories that I just absolutely love diving into is bethesda i'd love to see bethesda's take on sci-fi oh yeah i'm really excited same there's little about it but it's bethesda and sci-fi yeah i'm down i'm totally in yeah i'm I'm really excited uh my second one now this next game is like what made me shoot up and like shout like i was really excited uh that is doom eternal I'm, oh, yeah. I'm so oh, yeah. happy <laughs> that they're doing what looks like just a good remake of Doom 2. And there's more demons, there's more weapons. It's just, yeah, I'm really excited for that because <laughs> I love the 2016 Doom game. It was just such a such a true, it was so such good. a truth, truthful like adaptation remake or whatever from the original Doom game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I never, I never played much of the Doom stuff, but I know Tommy. That's one of the games you you absolutely loved, especially the new one. Yeah, so, Tommy, you're pretty excited about this too. So, um, unlike Christian, I am very behind on E3 news, <laughs> um, <laughs> and it makes me so, like I I'm disappointed in myself because this is the first year that I have multiple friends who are attending E3. What? And I have, I know, and (laughs) yeah, and I have not kept up with Jack. Uh, I've kept up largely with Sony and Nintendo, but I'm literally watching the Doom Eternal trailer right now. (laughs) I was, I was about, I was about to send it to you. It's awesome. No, I've, I beat you to it, and um, I'm excited. That looks. I know it's just a teaser, but yeah. oh, I'll yeah. take it. It was just a teaser. And I'm, I'm kind of bummed because right after they showed that, they were like, yeah, we know you guys are excited, but we're going to show you everything at QuakeCon this year. So you have to wait a little bit longer. <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Oh, jerks. Lame. That could have been Bethesda's conference in general because yeah. Starfield was literally just a look at this pretty space station. That's yeah. it. And yeah. got it. But hey, but hey, that, it, it bigger- that was enough though, because I was like, man, I hope they acknowledge this, please. <laughs> yeah. I'm all my my thing with E3, I mean Christian have talked about this in detail, is I don't I don't mind when they like tease a game yeah. to like let everybody know that, you know, it they're making it or whatnot. But I just don't want it to be a Kingdom Hearts three where <laughs> every E three they show it off for six years. Until but Matt, we're it comes we're, out. we're like, finally getting Kingdom Hearts three. I did still you, believe did you it know? until it's on sh- until I buy it and it's in my hands. I still don't believe it. But but like that's that, that's my thing. Like yeah. tease it and maybe show a little bit, but don't show something every year until it's almost done. That's my whole maybe thing. maybe like like a Spider Man game that, that Sony showed <gasps> for three years. Yeah, what? Spider-Man was like that, but but Kingdom Hearts is a better example because it's literally been like five years of them showing off stuff. <laughs> so, all right, Christian, what's your last one? Uh, my last, if, my, if you've my last one, well, I'll do a little like honorable mention tag at the end. Um, okay. But my, my last official one, hands down, 
most excited for Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, man. I, I need this game right now because I love Blade Runner. I love uh, Future Funk with like neon 80s, you know, vaporwave. Maybe like, maybe Cyberpunk? Vaporwave. Vapor, dude, yes. I'm telling you, Matt. It's going to be in this game. Like, I, I love all that. I, I, I love all that you're, stuff. You're right. Yeah, I love all that right. stuff. And like, uh, we're getting a game like that. I'm like, oh, gosh, that's what I'm talking about. So. I had no idea this was a thing, but so when I saw the trailer at the Microsoft conference, I was like, this looks really cool. And so I was already interested, and then I found out later that it's the studio that made The Witcher 3. Yes. So that just gets me even more excited because that game is a masterpiece. Well, yes. part of it, too, is they've started advertising Cyberpunk <clears throat> 2077. Oh, like, years ago. Years ago, yeah. years ago. <laughs> and the first trailer it came out had a very different tone than what they showed at E3 this year. Yeah. It looked... A lot more kind of serious Blade Runner. It shows this like <clears throat> android girl getting shot at in the streets uh, of Blade Arms. Yeah, this game, yeah, I yeah, this this game. The same game. Okay. And the reason you wouldn't is because that trailer has a lot of different vibe. And I was actually listening to some folks who got to play the game. Um, some of IGN's like PC team got to play the game for about an hour. What they've got so far, and they were saying that the this t- the tone of the game is a lot more towards like more of like a, it looks like a grand theft auto future vibe kind of thing but it's looks really great yeah matt I, matt i knew you were gonna love it as soon as i saw the car because it looks like a futuristic <laughs> delorean it does doesn't it i yes. thought the same thing oh yes. love it. So uh r- r- real quickly honorable mention uh, elder scroll six i mean i think we can all agree is mm-hmm. we're, we're all yes. kind of happy that's happening um so yeah so, yeah those are my picks those are my four top four e3 uh, reveals. All right. Uh, Drew, do you want to go next? Sure. So Cyberpunk is at the very top. Well, it's probably the very... Uh, it's very close to the top. of the, I, I really liked The Witcher 3. I had never played a Witcher game before, and just the scale of the world and how beautiful it was and the storytelling was just great. So I'm really excited to see what CD Projekt Red brings out. So I'm really excited about Cyber, Cyberpunk 2077. I'm also extremely excited about Elder Scrolls Six. Um, I re- I realize it was like a ninety second just panning over mountains and then says Elder Scrolls, but that's all. Listen, from from this day until it comes out, every time I have a bad day, I'm gonna think at least Bethesda's working on a new Elder Scrolls <laughs> game. It's true, and that's gonna get me through the hard days. Um, because man. I like Skyrim, but you can only play Skyrim so much before you're like, I'm Fusta Rod out. You can only download so many mods. I really, on the side note, I really laughed a lot that Bethesda did the, like, joking Amazon Echo edition of Skyrim. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. I'm excited. It's going to be great. Uh, the top of my list, and it wasn't the top of my list until today, actually, because I actually got to look into it a little more. So... I like Assassin's Creed's game. I've not played any Assassin's Creed's game for a very long time. Um, I've got Syndicate right now because it was free, and I started playing it. But um, I, I watched kind of a the the kind of the new Odyssey um, Assassin's Creed game that they're doing, which is takes place in ancient Greece during the war between Athens and Sparta, and mm-hmm. um, they've added 
they've really dove into the RPG side of it. So they've added like loot as far as gear. Like you've got armor pieces that have stats and weapons that have stats and, and ability trees. And you also have, which is really interesting to me, you can play a guy or a girl and you also can, um, you also can have, you have voice options. Like you actually can choose what you say and respond oh. to things, which is, is a first for the series. Yeah. So they've added, it, it's basically Assassin's Creed Origins engine, but they've added a deeper RPG level on it. And the whole premise is you're this like mercenary who's fighting in this war for either side and you have your ship and you're sailing around the, you know, the GNC. And I'm a huge like Greek mythology junkie. And like, I love ancient Greece and all that. I think it's fantastic and interesting. So after watching Ubisoft's like demonstration on it, this is like the first Assassin's Creed game I've gotten excited. The most interesting thing about it though, is there are no assassins in the game. It was before assassins were even formed. So there's this rumor going around that because evidently in Assassin's Creed or uh, origin, the, the assassins get started, um, but there's a group called the Order, which is kind of opposing them. And there's some rumors that maybe uh, the Order becomes the Templar eventually. But there's just rumors that maybe you're playing as like the founding members of the Templars, which is really interesting. And like the one thing they've shown off about so far is that you have a piece of Eden. You have like this spearhead that gives you all these like super ability powers to what when you fight. And I think digging, just kind of using logic, I think that all of the myths from Greek mythology is going to get played into it, but they're going to have pieces of Eden that are the reason why Hercules is stronger. You makes know, sense. Yeah, yeah. Odysseus can do this. So that's really exciting. So I, I don't know. After I was kind of doing a recap today, getting ready to talk about this tonight, and after watching their press conference like video about that, holy crap, I'm really excited about it. It looks great. Yeah. And uh, that's that's top of my list. As far as honorable mentions go, I'm, I'm excited to see what Halo Infinite is. The little tech demo they did at the top of the Microsoft press conference looked gorgeous. And I got really excited when I saw Master Chief's helmet. Um, and there's like this rumor going around that maybe it's like an open world like co-op kind of um, co-op halo type game and that's really exciting to think about so we'll see the tech looked really impressive like it looked gorgeous the engine they're running it on so i'm excited it really did i i i'm excited for halo it it's got a little bit of a retro vibe to it like the armor looks a little closer to the traditional mark six mjolnir armor Mm -hmm. there's a whole people are excited about that i haven't uh seen the footage Uh, sorry drew you can go ahead no, I was just going to say, there's a whole article on Halo Waypoint that's worth reading because they literally showed this clip and it didn't show anything. Like, I didn't even know what game it was. I, I had a hunch it was a Halo towards the end when they dropped the smoke because the Marines kind of look like Halo Marines. Yeah, that's how I figured it out. I was like, those look like yeah. UNSC Marines. And yeah. And then you see but, the helmet and hear the dun-dun-dun-dun. But like, there's, <laughs> there's a really great article, and maybe we can link it on Facebook or something, from 343 talking about the fact that they went back to a, a more they went back to more basically the the visual style of the original Halo game but with new tech what would that look like that and that was kind of some fan request and uh, mm-hmm. also this is the big thing but it looks like it's coming to PC as well which would be oh, awesome that's pretty sweet I hope there's crossplay I hope it's <laughs> the the play anywhere oh, so I can buy gonna- it once and have it 
it's probably going to be that. So, sorry, Christian, what were you going to say though about it? Uh, I was just going to. Matt mentioned how it looked kind of retro, and I haven't seen the footage of it yet, but I have seen like the the official image for it, where it's like Master Chief and he's like holding his helmet, and uh, mm-hmm. it looks very Halo One. Like it's just that vibrant, yeah. like green color with like the ring going up in the sky. Like it reminds there's, me a lot of as that. As weird as this is, there's like less detail on his armor. Yeah, it's a, you can see like retro. the black Under Armour more. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's on a Halo ring, which is really cool. Like yeah. I, that was the other part of it. Seeing the helmet, the helmet is a new helmet, but it it definitely has an old vibe to it. And then yeah. when they panned up to the Halo ring, it was like, Tommy, did you see this? I know you're you were a big Halo fan back in the day, just like all of us. Did you see this? <laughs> Yeah, I have. Um, <clears throat> I'll be honest, I didn't scrutinize it until now, but I'm, I'm re-watching it as we talk about it because um, I've kind of written Halo off the last, you know, one or two episodes that have come out. And uh, I, too, was super excited, though, to see it on the ring. Um, it yeah. brought mm-hmm. so many flashbacks of, of Halo 1. And honestly, I think if they bring back co-op campaign split-screen... Where yeah, that'd be a big oh one. my gosh, yeah, I yes. think I, I think that would do it for me. Um, uh, but you, yeah, I um, for me the the verdict is still out. I'll wait to see what's what's coming. Do we, we don't even have a potential drop date? Do we? No, no which probably it's means probably we're probably gonna be next year, earliest next year because it's just a tease. Of course, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, Halo, Assassin's Creed looks good. I'm with you on that. I, I would like to play Origins because I heard it was so good, but yeah. I, I really like this time period. I think this will be a really fun time to play and will fit and be a nice little change up, similar to how Origins was uh, for the Assassin's Creed series in general. Um, okay, Tommy, what are your things you're most excited about from the E3? I know you've been playing catch up because you've been real busy, but I know you've got some stuff. So, uh, I think I've changed my list about 20 times since we <laughs> just sat down here um, to discuss. Um, the, but I do have a few definites. The first one being Spider-Man. Yes. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I got kind of a like a watchdog kind of vibe. Um, yeah, I can, I see, can that. see that. But uh, anyways, I mean, we've all talked about how this game is supposed to be out for forever i'm ready for it to finally release i literally dusted off the old ps4 the other day gonna gonna mm. boot that back up make sure it still works <laughs> need this uh need this game to drop um did they give a release date for it i, I mean this is the 33 they've shown it and it, it looks really great it looks better than it has I think it's supposed to be point. november or december but i, I was gonna say i thought it was fall talking. um i was gonna pull it up too um, I don't. Know, I don't have anything really new because we've talked September about September seventh, twenty eighteen. I'll take it. Three months, bud. Yep. But um, I don't know who uh, Christian. Do you have a PlayStation? Or am I? Am I the only guy who? Oh, who I totally have one on the Sony am, side of things. I am into this nice. game. I I probably should have thrown that as like my fifth honorable mention because I I love the Batman Arkham game so much. So to like yeah. so to see Spider Man. Is this the same studio? No, it's, it's, it's the studio that did Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, so. Ooh, Rocksteady. That's good. Or am I thinking? No, Rocksteady did the Arkham games. Yeah. What am I? 
Oh, that's going to bother me. Which is out. rumored that Rocksteady is doing a Superman game, but they didn't say anything. I know, me and Christian yeah. were wondering if that was going to get announced. It's, it's totally going to happen. Insomniac Much game. like Superman Insomniac. himself, I have hope, and I, I think that <laughs> it will one day that's right. get revealed. You think we'll ever get a Guy Garner game, though? He said it, not me, Matt. <laughs> yeah, the Spider-Man game looks incredible. Yeah. They've definitely shown off enough of it that, like, we didn't really get anything new other than just getting a cool, some more, a cool gameplay, gameplay clip of yeah. it. And um, they've also been rolling out, like, one thing I think is cool, you can, there. there's a bunch of costumes and stuff, and they've got, like, three that they're coming out with for pre-order, and so you can get the um, Iron Spider from the Avengers movie. You can get Spider-Punk. There's a third one they're supposed to announce in uh, July. But what I like about it is you can just change the costume on the fly. Like, you pull out <laughs> your cell phone in-game, and you just swipe through, and when you pick it, you're wearing it. And so, like, yeah. I love that. I think that's super cool. I always this is an older stuff. Peter Parker, right, as well? Like, it it's, is uh, Peter Parker. It's not somebody yeah, it's else. Yeah, Pe- it's Peter. Miles is supposed to be in it, but whether he's going to have spider powers, we won't know. But, yeah, it's supposed to be uh, relatively veteran um, Spider-Man. He's not super old, but he's definitely not like a 15 year old kid he's i think he's a, like a young adult so yeah like i think he has his bugle job and everything mm-hmm. yeah speaking of the now, bugle the way they they set up like daily bugle news like i saw that and had like real newspapers that were like uh, like advertising and stuff it, i thought that was creative and really cool that they did that now matt are you still gonna buy a uh, playstation for this game i may have one already <laughs> nice. What? <laughs> what? Yes, I have ascended into gaming. All the console. You have all the consoles. <laughs> everything. I never thought the day would come, but yes. Welcome I, to I, the club. I have a PlayStation. I don't have anything for it yet, but uh, it, it. Oh, is. dude. Well, you should let me know. I can loan you a game or two. I, well, I probably will. I, this was my plan. Was I was just gonna like borrow all these games from people <laughs> and just wait until Spider Man comes out. And not <laughs> well, when one of y'all gets bored done. and buys God of War, I would like to buy borrow both of those. That things. that's the that. one that I if I am gonna buy one this weekend, that's probably what I'll buy. But I've got some friends who have it, so I may just borrow it. Just from do them it if they haven't beat it. But um, yep, yep, I, I I've got it. I've it's happened. And, Matt, um, you now I'll can tell you all Matt, you can now download later. Matt, you can now download Fortnite on four different systems. No, no, <laughs> no. I'd so funny text story. The group message that I was in with Christian when <laughs> Nintendo announced Fortnite coming to the Switch, and I said, "Oh boy, guys, I can't wait to go home and not install that on my Nintendo Switch." <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Clay tried to convince me the other week that we should attempt Fortnite. And That's I've downloaded it, but it literally, it literally refuses to install on my computer. Oh, Every no. and oh, it's so it's oh, yeah. No. I oh darn guys, I'm missing missing out on so little. Tommy, <laughs> Tommy, what other games what, what did, uh, yeah. did so, you like? Um, initially, I had Anthem on my list, um, but I need to swap this out for. Um, the VR remake of Resident Evil 2. Oh, that's a VR? I had no Neither idea it was VR. Remake. Uh, now, 
I have to double check my source, my source being my wife, because she came into the room all excited about it. Um, <laughs> I have not verified. Now I, I realize the credibility of my source may be tainted. Um, <laughs> no, no, you're right. Resident Evil 2 Remake release dates E3 2018 VR Ooh, gameplay details. Yeah, Rebecca's vindicated. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm excited for that. I mean, we played, I absolutely love the most... Yeah, but I mean, uh, good buddy Andy has PSVR, and we tore up the newest Resident Evil over there, and we screamed like little girls for an entire week trying to play through this game. I cannot wait to do that again. Yeah. Nice, nice. Raccoon City, man. Memories. I'm I'm excited they're doing a remaster of uh, Resident Evil 2, because I never played that one. The first one I played, I think, was 4. Whichever the one where you're Leon, that was on the GameCube and that was four, and it was amazing. So hey, Tommy, I'm, I'm excited. Tommy, going back to what you said about Anthem, though, I saw a little bit more about Anthem this this E3 than we did last year, and I've got to admit, I'm intrigued. I'm still not sure if I'm sold on it, but uh, the one thing I heard from most people who played it reporting was that flying around felt great. And I'll be honest, I I love Iron Man, so flying around would be pretty cool. I mean, the trailer looked dope, but to me. I think I will spend more quality time playing Resident Evil than I will Anthem. No, that and so makes that's sense. why I had to boot it. But speaking yeah, of which... Oh, go ahead, Matt. I was just going to say, the thing about told Tommy about Anthem earlier is like it feels very Destiny-esque with like Iron Man suits. And as much as I love Destiny, that should excite me, but for some reason that makes me really hesitant about it. Like, I'm still excited, but I'm just waiting to see well, when, it, because when we get more about it. D- the only reason we're still playing Destiny at this point is because we're already invested. Um, yeah. And hurt my feelings with this and, new And we have to kill Aldrin <laughs> because he killed Cade. He's going um, down. So, anyways, Tommy, what, what were you going to say, though? You, you had a real clever transition, and we ruined it. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all good. No, uh... I was going to say, and you know, going into the idea of quality time and playing with friends, um, my third one is Mario Party. Oh, man. Looks like so much fun. Dude, I have torn Mario Party up for years. I cannot wait for this next installment. And I love what they've done using the Switch itself, how they've used the actual console to bring a whole new dynamic to the table. And I think Nintendo is really, you know, if, if the gameplay can be pulled off as well as it looks in the trailer, I think they've hit it out of the park. When they put the two switches together to make like a board, like basically like a board game to play on, on the table, that was like a, that's brilliant. It's such an, such a Nintendo thing. You know what I'm saying? It feels like Nintendo has these weird ideas and I always feel like it's like a 50, 50 chance. They're either going to be, they're either going to work really cool or they're just going to be really, really dumb. And and I feel like they're just hitting their stride on the really cool ones. Mm, um, I agree. Maybe they got all their bad luck out of the way with the Wii U. I feel like as soon as the Switch came out, I was like, there has to be a Mario Party game for this console. It just makes sense. And it it will be exciting because I can just imagine us all getting together and just having bringing our Switches just, just in case we wanted to all pull our Switches out and play Mario Party together. And I'll yeah. have our own Switch. I think that'll be really cool. Plus, I feel like the Joy-Cons, even though like a lot of games it might not work well with, I feel like most of the Mario, Mario Party games, a small little controller like that wouldn't be a big deal. I feel like you, it's cool to know that like there's three of us. We all three have a Switch that we'll all be able to easily play six people for most of the games. I imagine. Yeah. I don't know for sure, but I like that idea. 
I agree. So and, I, I think uh, it's great. I'm going to kick off my uh, honorable mention, which should come as a surprise to no one. <laughs> Pokemon Let's Go. Um, yeah. I'm excited great. for it. Excited. Rebecca and I have both decided that we each are going to buy at least one Pokeball controller. <laughs> um, otherwise, we'll just fight over it. and then It's a little just... gimmicky, but it's also kind of amazing. Hey, yeah. Tommy, I'm with you on that. That's what they don't tell you when you marry like a gamey, geeky girl. Is it like, yeah, it's awesome because they like things like you do too. But then the downside is you have to buy two of everything because they don't want to share. So I, I get that pain. Well, it's more that I don't want to share. And <laughs> like I can only imagine what breakfast conversations would look like fighting over the Pokeball for the day, especially well, when they're I like, the you can carry your Pokemon with you throughout the day. <laughs> Think of the children, Tommy. <laughs> oh, man, it's yeah, fun. That, that looks good. I'm definitely getting the Eevee version. That should be a shock to no one. But See, no, I'm going to let think... Rebecca get the Eevee, and I'll get the Pikachu. Nice. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be cool. It's going to be definitely awesome for us the ones of us who grew up on the original game because it's in the original Kanto region. And uh, yeah, I think it's it'll be it'll be nice to hold us off because it's almost like a remake of the original yeah. with new graphics, but with new mechanics. So I think it'll be actually really good and hold us off until next year. And knowing Nintendo, like they said that we're getting a the, the mainline Pokemon game next year, I wouldn't be surprised if Nintendo came out with it, it like the beginning of the year. Because that's yeah. usually they've dropped a lot of the Pokemon games in like March, you know, February or March. So yeah. that'll be really cool to see what they do with that. One well, thing I do like about Nintendo is they do the directs and they just kind of pull them out of nowhere and just drop information on us. Great. Yeah. Well, and that's another game kind of talking about Mario Party that like it's just such simple controls that like the Joy Cons being able to like I think it's brilliant. You can just pick one of the other Joy Cons up and shake it. And like play co-op with somebody. I think it's gonna open up Pokemon to like a whole group of people who got into Pokemon with Pokemon Go, but have never really played some of the mainline games. And uh, I'm excited about playing it co-op with my wife. Like it's gonna be great. Mm. Um, so yeah, I agree. Anything else you want to add, Tommy? Uh, Nintendo's killing it this year, in my opinion. Man, they are. They're doing great. And, you know, talking about N- Nintendo. What a difference from a few years back when like Nintendo was barely showing even their own games on their system to this year where the Direct seemed like it had a million different games from a million different developers coming out, uh, right. which is really exciting for Nintendo. They're just crushing The Switch it. is great because they have their traditional Nintendo games like Pokemon and Mario, but then they're getting things like Doom and the new Wolfenstein on there too. And that's super, <coughs> super exciting for them that they have a console that's one can run those games, but two, that those developers want their games on it. That um, PC game arc is going to come to it. I was surprised yeah, to see really? that. Combat, yeah. not, not combat evolved. That's Halo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <art> game, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a lot of really cool games that are coming to the switch and I'm actually really interested in that Hollow Knight game they said that just came. I'd heard nothing but good things about it, and I may pick mm-hmm. it up to try it out because it looks really fun. Cool. My turn. All right, so I agree with everything, all the games y'all have said, and there are a ton of games that we probably won't touch on that we're probably still interested in. Halo I'm most excited about, even though we're not getting it probably anytime soon, um, but I'm just excited because I really think they're taking their time with this one, and I think they really want to get it right for good reason. So I'm excited about that. I'm intrigued by Division 2 because I like the Division a lot. 
until I beat it, and then it was boring. There was <laughs> nothing to do. And so I'm hoping the Division 2, I like the fact that it's in Washington because we got to see like some, we got to see like a little foresty area and some other places. And so I think it'll be nice and dynamic compared to how the first one was literally just New York and it was just yeah. densely populated. Um, so I, I mean, I'm, I don't know if I'll buy it day one, but I'm curious and I'm hoping to see that they, that they've really improved upon what they did. Cause the division was a solid game. They just, it was a good, it was a good two weeks. Like we played the it mess was. out of it for two weeks and then it was we a hit great two weeks. Here's the one thing, Matt, that has me excited about the division two, because I'm with you. Like the, the grind to the cap level was a blast and then there was just nothing to do. But the one thing that makes me have hope for Division 2, there's kind of two things. One is I think the developers learned a lot uh, from the launch of the first game. Uh, but the yes. bigger thing is they've already announced nine-man raids. Oh. Um, so we're talking, you know, that that right there gives me enough reason to say that they're actually investing in the end game. There was no raids or nothing like a big rate uh, in game activity to do in the division one. I think if there would have been something to keep playing for, to keep leveling up for, to keep getting loot for, I would have stuck around a little more. So same, same. And I know they updated it later on. And I heard from a lot of people that the updates were really good, but I just never had the desire to go back and play it much. So I'm, I'm curious about that one. Um, I'm going to save my favorite for last. So my second favorite, even though I'm still in denial that it's actually coming out when they say <laughs> it's coming out. And I'm just going on record. Everybody said, including them, that it was coming out this year. And I told everyone it's not coming out this year. I would put money on it. And it's not. It's coming out in January of <laughs> 2019, Kingdom Hearts 3. I am very excited for this game, if anything, that it's actually going to finally come out and they're going to be done with it. And we don't have it's not going to be that like enigma that we never get. Um, what they've shown off looks amazing. Some of the new worlds they've shown, we, we're getting Frozen, Toy Story, Monsters, Inc. I'm still holding out that there's going to be a Star Wars and a Marvel um, world. I'd be shocked if they don't have that. Um, but I'm just super excited about this game. But I'm also a little worried because uh, Russell, who's been on the podcast before, was like, is it just me or is that trailer kind of a kind of not like kind of messy? And I was just like, no, it's not really the trailer. It's just the game. They've created this such this complicated story that no one really understands that I'm convinced that's the reason it's taken so long for Kingdom Hearts 3 to come out is because they don't know how to finish it. Because they keep coming out with side games that just keep making the story even more complicated of a story that if you've ever played the first two Kingdom Hearts already is a complicated story. I um, I was eating lunch with a friend today and we got talking about Kingdom Hearts 3 because he was excited. And one of the things I said was I'm worried about it being accessible to new people because my wife has never played any of the Kingdom Hearts games and we watched the Microsoft press conference and she's like, man, that looks like fun. I may want to get that. But like immediately I was like, all the questions she's going to have, I don't know if I can answer <laughs> because I don't even know what's going on. Somebody's going to have like a two hour video on YouTube to explain yeah. the story because I don't is, even fully understand this it. This is what I realized why it's that way though, Matt, because every Final Fantasy game is that way, but you start from ground zero. Every, you know, every Final Fantasy game, majority of them, there are some that are connected, but uh, most of them have a story and it's a mess, but it's a self-contained story. And they've basically done that, but added it three times and no one knows what's going on at this point. Right. I'd agree. So it's I'm excited for it, but as I've said, I'll believe it's done when it's on shelves and I'm paying for it and it's in my hands. So 
Anyway, and so my last one, the one I'm most excited for, the one that when I think of E3 stuck out to me more than anything else is Super Smash Brothers Infinite. Mm. It was an infinite, great. is that what it was? Or was it ultimate? ultimate. I didn't it's realize ultimate. they actually had given it a name. I was too excited when I when they announced it because when they showed the roster off, they showed off all these characters and it just kept going and it just kept going and then I realized Every Smash Brothers character that has been in any Smash Brothers game is going to be in this game. So there's 65 characters, which is insane, and I imagine it is a nightmare for balancing, but I don't play competitively, so I don't care, and I'm just so, so excited. It comes out in December, and I'm most excited because my main was in Melee when I was younger was Young Link. And then my main was Toon Link, and now I have to choose between the two, and I'm super excited. <laughs> and so, like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for it to come out on the on the Switch because I, I've been waiting for it to come out on the Switch because I feel like that's a perfect console for it. And just seeing that roster and knowing that there's still a chance that they'll roll out some new characters, like, oh my gosh, it blows my mind. It hurts my head, and I'm so excited, and I really they- want it now, but I have to wait till December. Yeah, they made a statement that it was the biggest crossover ever, and I saw a thing on thing that said it says Infinity War, saying it's the biggest crossover ever. <laughs> Nintendo, Nintendo said, "Hold my beer," uh, <laughs> because all the games. I mean, Snake's so back true. in it, Bayonetta, Street Fighters, Final Fantasy VII, like it's crazy. Pac Man, Mega Man, Sonic. uh. Pokemon, Fire Emblem, all three, Splatoon, Pokemon, all the Pokemon that have been in it before, Mewtwo, like it's oh my gosh, I'm so excited. They even brought Wii Fit Trainer. Like th- none of that's even around anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I did, think but that it's was in the game. <laughs> but it's there. We've got it. And the Mies. The Mies aren't a thing. Yeah, anymore. yeah, the Mies. <laughs> yeah. So, so I that's that to me is my highlight of of like of all the amazing stuff we saw. I was most excited to hopefully see when we were getting Smash Brothers and for them just to drop the mic and be like, this is like to le- literally like there was somebody who's like, I don't remember who it was, but they were like, I'm glad I'm not a developer be- because thinking of having to balance that many characters is the reason I'm not a game developer. And I was like, yeah, but I don't care because I'm going to play the crap <laughs> out of it. And I'm so excited. <laughs> so that's my list. All the other ones we talked about, I 100% agree with. And there's a lot of other stuff that, they showed off that it's going to be awesome. Um, they showed another Beyond Good and Evil 2 trailer, which looks incredible. That, that looks, that's probably that game looks so in, like fascinating. Like I'm like, what is this game? I know, right? We, we didn't touch on Fallout 76, but that's going to have uh, online multiplayer co-op. co-op so I'm excited about that. Um, you know, a new Gears game, which those are always fun. Like lots of, a couple Samurai games. Oh, man. Oh. The the you want to talk about the most ambitious crossover? What about Jump Force? Oh which yeah, is One Piece, Dragon Ball Z, and Naruto, and Death Note all in one game, what? and that's just what they've shown. Like that just seems crazy. Oh man, there's there's a, a new Devil May Cry game, a sequel to Four. There's just a ton of stuff, and we're we're keeping this episode a little short because last year we uh we talked about every single little thing, and that just was a little too much for so, like three episodes. Much. It was yeah, that was a little crazy. So this time we decided to do this where we're just talking about what we, what we were most excited about, and uh, yeah, let's. Uh, does anybody else have a game they want to touch on before we close out with binge watching? I'm sad. 
I'm sad we didn't see anything about Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm really sad. That and uh, there was another game that somebody mentioned that they wish they would have seen. Um, A lot of people were upset that there was an Animal Crossing game announced by Nintendo. um, And people were pretty bummed that they didn't see anything about Red Dead. That that was probably the big one because I love the first Red Dead and I'm excited to see what Rockstar does. But at the same time, like, what, I mean, I know nothing about the game. And and it's still on Slate to be come out this year, I believe. I don't think it's gotten delayed uh, yet. But it also, at this point, wouldn't surprise me if it ends up getting delayed. Yeah. That yeah. and uh, Last of Us Part Two also looks pretty incredible. Though I've never played the first one. But now I can, because I have. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anything else? Like we said, there's listen, this has been like four days of tons of games being announced. And though this is going to be our E3 episode for this year, because there's been so much announced, we're going to get a lot of information coming in the next few weeks. So don't be surprised if future episodes we're talking about some of these games in more detail. Um, without further ado, though, we'll close out with our favorite segment, What You Binge Watching. This is where we talk about what we've been spending all our free time on, whether it's movies, TV, video games, reading a book, something, comics, anything like that. And uh, Christian, yes. you are a guest, so would you like to go first? Because I know earlier you told me you had one something you wanted to share about. <laughs> yeah, it's it's perfect timing that I, I come on the Valkyrie cast for the binge section because... Like, I, I don't really watch a lot of television anymore, but the past two weeks, I have been crazy binging uh, the, the last and final season of a show called The American. And this show oh, is... Oh, I've heard that show's really this good. This show is like... I might catch hate. I don't care. This show is like Breaking Bad level good of drama and just unseen forces at play. Those are big words. Yeah, it's just such a great show. It's it's set in uh, 1980s Washington D.C. and it's like the Cold War, and it's about these two Russian spies who try to screw over the government. And they there's so many close calls, and it's just it's just a and they're like a family. They have kids, so they have to live these like many different lives, and they live across the street from an FBI agent. And it's just this wonderful show of just all these clashing, That's wild, crazy forces and. Yeah, I love it. It's it's a wonderful show. I'm a Cold War history buff anyway, so this show is just completely right up my alley. Um, and I'm super sad that That's it's really ending. Cool. But hey, I'm just going to binge watch it over all over again. Start from season one. Um, there you go. As far as games go, uh, I haven't really been binging stuff. I do play something. I I recently got Rainbow Six Siege. It was on sale. Uh, super good, like, tactical. That's a fun game. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a super good uh like tactical SWAT kind of shooter. Um, I've been enjoying that. I've been keeping up with a game called Monster Hunter World, which is my jam. I love that series. Um, so yeah, that's really about it. Not not a whole lot going on. Nice. What about you, Tommy? What you been doing? Uh, the only thing I've had time to binge is um, Westworld. Um, I finally got I Rebecca to watch the second it. Season's already going. Yeah, oh. and as of last night, we are current. There's two episodes left in this season. Uh, it's definitely taking some different twists than I anticipated. There's some things I like. There's some things I love. Couple things that yeah, yeah, it isn't my favorite, but honestly, it's uh, pretty dang good show. That's awesome. I'm I'm excited. I haven't 
caught I haven't watched any of the new season. Uh, mostly because I can't get logged into our HBO for some yep, reason. Yep, <laughs> same issues, Drew. Okay, yep. yeah, got a calling reset the password again. It always locks <laughs> us out, and I don't know why. I think there's somebody who keeps trying to put in the wrong password, and it locks all the rest of us out. But anyway, Drew, what have you been watching lately? Um, me and my wife are going back through How I Met Your Mother, which is great. Solid. If, you, if you've not watched How I Met Your Mother, it's all on Hulu right now, which we still have, Tommy. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's good. It's it's really been great. It's interesting. Like we're at such a different phase of life now than we were the first time we watched it. That like things are like like we're just like we can relate to different characters in completely different ways. It's really interesting. Um, I'm not so much of a Ted anymore. Yeah, you're not so much of a Ted anymore. And uh, <laughs> me and Angela are a lot more like Marshall and Lily than we ever thought. Um, <laughs> but uh, so that's but really. Man, I will say this. I feel like Destiny 2's Warmind DLC has done a great job of re-engaging. Our clan has had a lot of people on. Last night, we had nine guys on, and by the grace of God, got everyone into Escalation Protocol, and we beat it. And yeah, some did. of you guys have no clue what I'm talking about, but it's this really, really hard new kind of game mode. Well, it's and like it was, a horde mode. Yeah, it's kind of like a horde mode on steroids and you're you're only supposed to do it with three people but we just kind of beat the system and got nine in there and it was There's great. There's no way you can do it at three people. Yeah, I don't think you do impossible. it with three people. And I, got, and I got the shotgun and it's awesome and I, I just really like, like it's re-energizing. I also, I'm excited about the new DLC coming out in the fall for Destiny. I think them adding bows and arrows is awesome. I think them being bold enough to kill Cade and that make that the entire motivation around why you're doing the story is a bold move, but man. My heart. Yeah, I know, but he's the only character anyone cares about in Destiny. So if you if you want if you want to care about the story, you need to kill something. Like you need to do in some way and if they can't do it with humor or with seriousness, Hatred's a pretty good motivator to get people invested. Oh, oh it's and, true. I'm so upset, and I'm, like, still upset about it, and I don't even know what the story's going to be like, and I'm mad because I have to wait till September to find out what actually happens. And, I'd, uh, say, I'd say they made a wise decision that. I mean, we could, we could yeah, talk about... I agree. We could talk about deaths being a, a motivator to move a good story along. Um, but, yeah, so that's, that's what I've been up to. Right. I have also been playing a ton of Destiny 2. Warmind has been a lot of fun. Um, story was a little meh. Not surprising. They, the last couple have been a little meh. But the, the game, the things they've added and the things to keep you wanting to play have been really good. I've enjoyed the grind. I've enjoyed playing. We've had a lot of new people join the clan. Um, a couple of good friend of mine, like uh, mine, mine Russell is a good friend of ours. Ashley from high school actually have been playing with us a lot and he's been it's been really fun to have him playing with us and so it's just been really fun and um looking forward to the next one because i think bows and arrows and all the new supers and and the story definitely seems like it which is good because i think we all agree this this could be the make or break um thing for oh Destiny. definitely um so i'm excited about that and also i've binged i binged the newest season of the flash oh you poor poor thing year. Yeah, I I really like the Flash, and this season was kind of okay. It wasn't as it was wasn't the strongest. I still think the first two seasons were yeah, the best, definitely. But I still really enjoyed going through it, and there was a lot of cool stuff that they did, and I really enjoyed some of those characters. It it was on Netflix, so I got a 
I gotta go back and watch Arrow, though I'm not looking forward to <laughs> really watching Arrow or Legends. I just Arrow died. Just don't. Me just don't. Season four. Just don't even bother. Yeah, I know. There's I my advice. Not. But Flash, Flash, I still really enjoy. Flash, Flash, it's great. It's kind of starting to do what Arrow did, but it's still enjoyable enough that even though it's not the greatest season, like I still enjoyed binging it. So yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I watched, I rewatched Thor Ragnarok. It's on Netflix now. And you know what? I do really, really like that movie. I know we talked about it, and I think I gave it a dope. Um, and, you know, the humor didn't stick out to me as much as I remember. Like, there's a lot of stuff I noticed this, watching it this time that I was like, that's some really, really interesting stuff. Like, some of the interactions with Thor and Hulk were just fascinating that I really didn't pay attention to because there was just so many jokes and humor in the first time that I think, and the same thing with Thor and Loki, I think there's some really interesting and great development and and character interactions in that movie that maybe are underplayed because so many people just think of it as that funny one. But I definitely think, it's on Netflix, so definitely check it out. I think it was it's worth another watch. And plus it's just an enjoyable, fun one to watch. And yeah, that's it. Anything else we want to add before we close out, guys? It's going to be a good year for video games. That it's it is. It's going to be a great year for video games. Yep. Good year for video games and movies. And it's just things have been good for, for the whole medium. Good time <laughs> to have a podcast about these things, I think. <laughs> so uh, thanks, guys, for uh, joining us for this episode. Christian, thanks for coming back. I know this one's a little bit of a shorter one. We'll have you. We'll have to get you on sometime in the future. Um, I mean, it's like so I, it's like I said, like in. I said to you earlier, man. This, uh, you know, this this massive ship called E3 just sailed right past us, but we have another one called San Diego Comic Con approaching. That's right. We have to, Lord, we got, didn't even touch on any comics. Got to get ready. Got to get ready stuff, for that. So. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Thanks for joining us, guys. You can find us on all the social medias. You can give us a rating on iTunes. If you're on Android, you can find us on Podbean. Um, join the conversation on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those socials. We'd love to hear from you. We also have the uh, where you can suggest topic ideas coming up because we're about to hit that lull of summer where now we've had all this news, but we're not going to have much going on the rest of the summer until some summer blockbusters hit. So uh, definitely let us know if there's something you want us to talk about, and we'll see you guys next time. We are the Valkyrie Cast.